everybody to the Tool Pirates Podcast 21. Uh, we want to go ahead and give a shout out to anybody who's going to be tuning in to watch this video. Uh, we love all of our followers and we hope that uh, you continue to share uh, and promote the Tool Pirates. We're just two regular guys trying to get the word of facts and truth out there. Um, we hope that uh, everybody's doing well. Of course, we know the coronavirus is spiking, uh, but hopefully you're all safe and sound. Um, uh, Gabriel. Uh, down in Rockport, my, my brother from another mother. How's it going on down there in Rockport? It's going. I mean, we're still dealing with this uh, virus that hit our community pretty hard. Last podcast, we talked a little bit of what was going on. So not much has changed. Just uh, going to work, coming back, isolating, uh, trying to stay as healthy as possible. Uh, and I think we're going to be doing this probably for the next couple of weeks, maybe next month or two. We'll see what happens. But other than that, I'm here. We're ready to do a podcast. Let's get it rolling. Um, yeah, Gabriel and I wanted to let everybody know that earlier this week we decided we'd seen so much friction and anger on so many different groups that dealt with politics that we decided to create our own political uh, group on Facebook. It's called Coastal Bend Politics, and we just did it on a whim because we had seen so many people get attacked and bullied, and, and some people were shy to state their opinions because there was like a pack mentality. I'd been attacked uh, in certain groups and stuff, just for posting a truthful thing, not attacking anybody. And, and what we've found out is that, uh, we wanted something fair and honest for everybody. And, and Gabriel said, you know, why don't we, why don't we just do our own? And so we came up with coastal bend politics so that we can include all the people in South Texas, uh, besides joining the two old pirates. If you'd like to join the coastal bend politics, uh, page on Facebook, it's a private, uh, group it's not open to the public it's private you have to ask to join and that that way we can keep it above uh the level of discourse of yelling and screaming calling people names and stuff we we can control that and we and so far it's worked out really well we've only done it for about four days and we have well over 100 people that have already joined so we have an idea of the way we wanted things to go so why not start up our own so when we did this page we wanted it to be for everybody we didn't want and so we wanted to invite everybody. I mean, it's local politics, national politics, whatever that we put up there, whatever we're going to discuss and debate. Coastal Bend politics is about being fair. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. So no matter what side you are, you know, we want to have good dialogue in that we want to discuss the issues and we want to be able to understand where each person is coming from. So if you're on the right side, you should be able to come onto our page if you're a member and post whatever's factual. Give your facts and your opinion. And if somebody else wants to debate that, that's fine. Uh, but we got to respect each other. And that's what politics is to me. It's we can agree to disagree, but we need to respect each other's opinion. Um, so tonight, Podcast 21, what we're going to be talking about is something that happened over the weekend that didn't understand how it could go from what we saw to the presidency and then where we're at today with denials and stuff. And what we're talking about is um, down in uh, Florida at the, the villages, the villages is the largest retirement community in the United States. It has about 124,000 people that have retired there. Saw that uh, a video had been recorded and what had happened was everybody I'm sure has seen this is uh, they were going to have a pro-Trump parade at one of the 17 sectors in the villages. And they had, all had their golf carts and they had, you know, American flags and balloons and streamers. And they were going to go through this parade with their golf carts. And uh, they had very, you know, Trump 2020, pro-Trump things. And then you had the anti-Trump elderly. So you had, and 
some were in carts and some were on the sides. And the ones that were on the sides had anti-Trump signs and they were booing. And there's a lot of friction and cussing going back and forth. And then on one video that was caught, <clears throat> uh, um, an older white man and his wife pulled over in the, their cart. And the next thing you see is that he's talking to people in the audience and they're cussing at him and he's saying things back. And then one of them said, well, you're a racist anyways. And then the man raised his hand in a, in a, uh, in a fist, in a gesture and said white power twice and then drove off. And the reason why we're talking about this today is because president Trump that day saw this video and retweeted it and said, these are some fine, good, these are good people. Um, that left a lot of Americans with their jaws open, like, hold on, how could he retweet somebody who just said white power? Uh, and since then, they've kind of talked about it, about that he maybe didn't have the audio up and he just saw it and saw some, uh, you know, people driving around that they're having a parade for him. He liked it and he just hit retweet. That could have happened. Uh, other people say, no, you know, he probably had it up and listened to it. And it's, the, it's within the first eight seconds. So some people said he might not have listened to the first eight seconds and that he still retweeted it. But, he, you know, there's so much noise going on. He might not have heard it and stuff. And then there's those people that say, no, he heard it. Definitely. He knows what he's doing. He's trying to separate America, divide America. And he retweeted it. So Gabriel and I decided that we would have a, a podcast tonight about the, the facts and then how Americans are taking it. Um, the, the, the one thing is that um, he did delete it three hours later from his Twitter feed. So, uh, so much ruckus happened from the time that he retweeted it to where he took it off. Uh, there was three hours of anger and hostility and people reaching out on Twitter uh, that were angry that he would retweet something where a person saying white power that he finally took it down. So now we have to get into the tangled web of... If he didn't really think there was anything there. Why'd you take it down? Uh, if and, and and so Gabriel, what what did you think when you first heard about it or saw the video? Well, when I first saw it, I was just you know I always have, and by the way, the day that I saw it, I, you know I was off, and so I was just hanging around the house. So I usually have one TV just strictly on sports, and then I have the other one on the news just you never know what's going to pop up and so i saw this i had the volume up to where i could hear and so i'm seeing this stuff and then i hear uh, uh the, the guy say white power white power like you say with his fist and so i started you know i watched the whole video what's going on here and i thought just off of that it was bad because we're at a point right now in this country where the division is real it's really bad. It's the worst I've ever seen it in my lifetime. And so I started to think, you know, to say that, and I know there's a lot of anger and stuff, but I'll ask you this real quick. When you hear somebody say white power, what comes to your mind? What does white power mean? What When somebody says white power, white power, and you see that, Eric, and you see a face saying white power, what do you think that means? What does it mean to you? Um, just growing up and the man was much older than me, but I think we've all come to the conclusion that whenever I've seen it, it's usually a KKK member, neo-Nazi, somebody who is very, very far right. That is uh, about white supremacy. Uh, that's the way I've always seen it when I've grown up. Um, and there's just, I mean, you, you hope that maybe he meant it in a different way, but in reality, I've never seen any person say white power like that uh, that wasn't basically saying white supremacy. 
Okay, so when you see somebody in white power, that means that that's the number one race. That's the race that rules. No one's better than white. We're, we're elite. We're above everybody else. That was this man's mentality. That's ignorant, right? But but that's what he felt. That that's what he feels inside. You know, when you say white power, it's it's my race. In my view, in my mind, we're number one. We're above everybody else. Whatever the reason he feels, whatever if he was at a time he was older than us, obviously, whatever it was today, I still feel that way. President of the United States, which he's Latino, the president for the Latinos, for the blacks, for the Asians, for every race that's in this country. For the president of the United States to retweet that, saying that I like that, that's also included in, in there. And uh, when I retweet something on Twitter, on my page, it's because I like it. I like whatever I saw, whatever was said. I watched something about basketball. If I agree with the person and I like what he said and I agree, I retweet it so everybody that's on my page can see it. I want everybody to know that I liked it. If I don't like it, I just leave it alone. For the President of the United States to retweet that, to say I like it, that spoke volumes. Now, I don't know. We're, we're in an area, we're at a time where we're divided and we're dealing with so much stuff with what we've seen with the killings and police being involved and all the stuff that's going on. People want to knock down statues, burning down buildings and all of the stuff that's been going on. And then you're going to retweet. And then you want the American people to believe that you had it on mute, that you didn't see it, that I didn't know. You're president of the United States. You're a lot smarter than that. So I personally do not buy those excuses. I can't prove it, but my guess is that he knew it. Um, he took a lot of heat for it. People around him knew it was wrong, and it was taken down. But the damage had been done. That's the president of the United States. You've got to know. You've got to do better, and you've got to know what you're doing. So I think that Donald Trump knew what he was doing. You are who you are. Why retweet that part of the video? And they're probably going to retweet it to more people. So you know when you push that retweet button, you know it's going to all of the people that are following you. That retweet and that, or that you would retweet something to your followers without not hearing what was being said because I'm not gonna if I'm gonna retweet something, I want to hear what's going on, right? I'm not just gonna look and say, Oh, I like I can retweet it. I'm actually gonna turn up the volume that's on my phone or my TV, and I'm gonna hear what's going on. I mean, you're the president of the United States, you're the leader. You have the authority to do things to unite a country or try to unite a country, yet instead of uniting, you divide. You do something like this that just steers it up. And it just causes a bigger issue. And so I, I sometimes I wonder if he does this purposely. Problem that I have, and uh, it's it's two it's two different things that I mean there's there's a lot of different angles that you could take with this, but there's two things that really, really bother me with this story. Number one, the average working person, if they were to have done something like this and it got back to their boss or the headquarters, they'd either be written up 
And in today's world, they'd probably be fired. You know, if they're a white person, they're posting white power stuff and they come up with the excuse of, well, I didn't hear it. I just reposted it. I just, I'm pro this. And I didn't know that somebody in the crowd said white power right to the camera. I I didn't know. Uh, That's not going to go over real well. And they're going to say, you know what? So we don't look bad. We're going to have to let you go because we don't want anybody thinking that we're a pro-racist company. So we're going to have to let you go. So the average person would be fired and be looking for a job. The person who retweeted this on this case that we're talking about is the president of the United States with over 80 million followers. Some hate him, some love him, some are down the middle and they just follow him. But the thing is, that's 80 million people that he retweeted it to. And then they have millions and millions and millions of people that are included with them that they could then retweet saying the president retweeted this. And if you're pro-Trump, you just sit there and say, look what he did. He's the, if you're anti-Trump, you're all look what he did. So, so that that's number one. The average person would not be able to get away with this and just use the excuse. I had it on mute or I wasn't really paying attention. I just saw pro-Trump stuff and I just retweeted it. That that If you're the president of the United States, if you have the highest office in the land, you're the most powerful man in the world, you got to be a little bit more careful with what you tweet out. And you can't use the excuse, well, I didn't have it turned up, so I didn't know. That's a pretty weak argument for me. The second thing is, if this was a one-time deal, Gabriel and I wouldn't be talking about this. Uh, we might we might talk about it to ourselves, like, what do, you, what do you think he meant and stuff? But this is a man who repeatedly calls Joe Biden names and calls Hillary Clinton names and calls, uh, you know, um, anybody anybody who goes up against him, they're all uh, childish or they're slow or they're this or they're that. And he has something to say about him. But the problem is, this is the man that on 9-11, when the Twin Towers fell, said, well, now I have the tallest building in Manhattan again. How do you say that? How do you sit there on the day that is the worst amount of Americans to die on U.S. soil ever, outside of maybe the Civil War, uh, you sit there and you say, well, now I have the tallest building in Manhattan. That's a fact. He said it that, that day when they went down. He now was proud. Uh, he had an ego boost that he he went back to being number one with the tallest tower in New York. Uh, that's how the man thinks. Uh, the second thing is he uh, leading up to his election said that he had gone out in the streets and seen thousands or he had seen on TV. I want to get it right. He said he had seen thousands of Muslims dancing in the street in New York as the towers fell. And he sat there and said, that's why he didn't want a mosque down by ground zero and different things like that. But the thing is, when they went back and they actually found out, there's no uh, evidence. There's no video. Nobody was dancing in the streets. This is something he used to stir up anger against Muslims uh, because he didn't want a mosque down by, you know, ground zero. So the thing is, those are two things. Either A, he doesn't know what he's doing and he happened to be on Twitter as usual, which he, you know, sometimes tweets 15, 20 times a day. And he just didn't happen to listen to the message and just retweeted it. And he's just he's you know, he just didn't know or it's the exact opposite. He knows every little thing that goes on and he'll even lie about Muslims dancing in the streets and he'll boost his ego by saying, I now have the largest, you know, that's not the type of man who's going to sit there and just I didn't know. I just I just sent one retweet. I just retweeted something. I didn't I don't know. And he's not the one out there saying it. It's his press secretary, it's uh, people on the conservative media that are out there doing it. It was probably muted or he probably didn't see it. And stuff. They're making excuses for a man that this is what he does for a living outside of being the president is all he does is tweet. That's his favorite thing to do in life is tweet and, and maybe eat. I don't know. 
and golf. Eat, golf, tweet. That's If you took one of those three things away, he'd probably go into a fit. But to me, what Gable just asked, I don't see it would have to be extreme negligence on a person of that much power just to retweet something and have not no clue what, what's going on in it. So do I think that he had the – I think he, he heard what he wanted to hear. And I think he tweeted it, and if he wasn't embarrassed about it, it wouldn't have been deleted. But my question is, why did it take three hours for him to delete it? If the first tweets came in and we know he watches his Twitter feed, we're like, you're a racist, you're a punk, why'd you do this, why would you do? Why would you retweet? Why wouldn't he have just gone in and said, oh my gosh, I got to three hours, three hours. Anybody that would have ran up to him and said, you're getting slammed on Twitter for being a racist. He, all he had to do is just take that phone that he's always got, boom, delete. Or send out this, sorry I did that, I didn't know, I didn't hear it. We've heard none of that. And I tell myself, you know, if I were president of the United States, I would be very, if I truly cared about the American people and if I truly cared about uniting this, the people in this country, if that was my top priority, if I wanted to bring this country together at, as one, I would be very careful what I retweeted. I would pay attention. I'd turn up the volume. I would check before I retweeted to make sure that what I was retweeting wasn't going to come back to me in some in some cap capacity to say, what are you doing? Or I need to bring this tweet down. I mean, that's what a person would do, especially of the president of the United States. You're not going to be just, I'm going to be tweeting things. And, and Donald Trump doesn't strike me as a guy that just pushes the button. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he said many a times, I've heard him, He's the smartest guy. I mean, if we didn't have him, we should thank God every day that he's president because he saved us. So if this man is so full of himself that he's the smartest man that we've ever seen, do you think that he would tweet something like that without knowing what he was doing? But if you want to vote for Trump, that's your right. And you have every right to vote with him come November 3rd. But don't deny what's factual. Don't try to defend the undefendable right. You saw this. It is what it is. If I was a Trump supporter, you know, I don't, I don't, I would have said this. If I was a if I truly believed that Trump was the best thing for this country, and I was gonna vote for him in November, so you know what? I saw this, he was wrong. Shouldn't have done that. Doesn't change my mind. I'm going to vote for him anyway. And this man says white power. And then you see the president of the United States comes out and says, boom, I retweet that. I like that. All right. You know what? The president, the most powerful man in this country, just liked what I said. Do you think that person's going to stop? Do you think he's going to say, oh, I need to stop? The president of the United States likes what I just said. I'm going to go back out there and spread the word more. Why should I stop? The most powerful man in this country just liked and retweeted what I said. So he believes in what I believe in. We need to keep him in power. We're going to continue to spread this because you know what? He's on our side. And this is where the division happens. And he's the one man that could actually put this country back together. If he wanted to, he'd have the better chance than anybody. But he refuses to do that. 
<clears throat> well, I thank Gabriel for uh, those words from the heart and stuff. And uh, like we've said, if you if you have any comments, please comment. And the number one thing is we're finding out that 85% of our viewers don't subscribe. So you guys are watching it. There's people out there. I'm looking at you right now. You're watching this video and you haven't subscribed to our channel. If you subscribe, we can only grow. And if we grow, then we can get to more people and stuff. This is all free. There's no money involved. So it's not like we're asking for anything other than you to hit that red subscribe button. Um, so I want to go ahead and close uh, Podcast 21 with thanking everybody who stayed with us and stuff. We just put out the last Podcast 20, and we're already over 100. We're hoping to climb to at least 120, 125. To some people, that's not a lot to us. It's a good deal. That means that we're reaching some people. So please share to your family, friends, and loved ones. Comment. We always reply to every single comment. The last thing I wanted to say about this subject, and I've heard this before, and if you've heard this, you'll know where I'm coming from. I don't want to ever have anybody think that the people that follow President Trump are all racists. That's wrong. Don't ever think that. There's very good people that are following President Trump that are not, they don't have a racist bone in their body. But the question you have to ask yourself is the neo Nazis, the white nationalists, the white supremacists, they're all voting Trump. Why is that? The good people that follow Trump should not be lumped in with the evil people. Think about it. Until next time, uh, Tool Pirates. Uh, so from Corpus, uh, Eric, peace out. Gabriel. Rockport, peace out. Be careful out there, guys. We love you.